Yes, that's satisfying. <laughs> Welcome to Positive Play It. I'm Josh. I'm Matt. And I'm Dan. And what I will say about White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't a sponsored advert, don't worry. But if White Claw do want to sponsor so, us. I, that would be amazing. So White Claw, if you don't know, is a... It's got a hard seltzer. It is sparkling flavoured alcoholic water. The vast majority of people will be thinking, oh, what? What is that? Said? It's dead good. It's dead good, but it's not quite as flavourful. How many calories? 95 per can. That's great. That's less than a uh, slimline gin and tonic in a can. Yeah. So you like, wow. It's basically vodka soda and some cordial in it in a can. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Basically. Fizzy vodka. Gorgeous. But we, what the Pause It Play It endorsed artists, like <laughs> Zella, the Super Late Night, Pause It Play It endorsed drinks. Why Claw? Yes. Now available in the UK. Good. Mm. About time. About time. So, what's new? What have we been doing? I'll tell you what I've not been doing. Working? <laughs> yes. I was going to say looting, but also... Uh... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Me and uh, Junior had a socially distanced barbecue where I burnt, oh, mozza- yeah, I burnt his mozzarella kebabs and he was very polite and didn't mention it. Uh, no, it was it was uh, what's the other one called? The other cheese that's dad chewy. Halloumi. Uh, halloumi, halloumi kebabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You also dropped you also dropped me sausages. I had to replenish <laughs> Junior's sausages with my own sausages as I dropped his into the barbecue. I then fished them out and ate them myself. How were Did they? You, in the barbecue. Yeah, they're fucking great. Bit of charcoal on it. Gorgeous. Well, Come I was going to say to be fair, I would have. I'd have just rinsed them off and I'd have felt comfortable eating them. I couldn't have seen Jam going in for it, though. No, no You're no. a guest, though, but... Mm, yeah. <sighs> I, bet he, I bet, like, Jem was looking at me as I was fishing out the barbie half, half cut. Like, yeah. Going, she was looking at me going, that better not be on my fucking plate, mate. You can fuck off. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been to get a... I went to get my bike wheel fixed. Oh, has it been fixed? Not yet, no, I think there's a backlog. Oh, right. But I did not think this through. So yesterday I was well hot at home. Um, so I was doing shorts and T-shirt because I was very warm. I thought, oh, I'm only nipping out. It's literally door to car, car to the door of the bike shop. I don't need to put any more substantial clothing on. So I get to the door. It says, please read sign. So I read the sign. One in, one out policy costs COVID-19. So I'm stood there in the pissing rain waiting for someone to finish up the conversation. Oh. I in thought you were going to say, like, they had a sort of policy that was like, no shorts, no service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a, a Greek church. Please cover yeah. up before you come in. <laughs> Please dress more modestly before entering this bike shop. <laughs> I went to a church in Malta once, which has the same rules. But it's funny because as you walked in, they were handing out like these scarves for the ladies to put over the shoulders. Looking at all the girls going, you bad dirt. Look at you. Put this around you. <laughs> and there was this guy in front of me just chatting away. And then he gets handed a scarf. And he looks really confused. Oh. And they're like... Your shoulders are on show. He was wearing a vest, but he thought because he was a man, he was exempt. But no, he had to walk around this church with a, a bit of, with a scarf over his shoulders, like all the lady folk. 
Ha! Interesting church as well, because uh, during the Second World War, a bomb <clears> went through the roof of it, and then it rolled down the altar and didn't go off. What's going to happen is when this podcast culminates and we're all insanely successful in our fields, Mike's going to present documentaries on the History Channel. <laughs> I, I fucking hope so. I'd be over the moon with that. He's got to do very little research before it either. So, uh, excuse me, researchers, I'll tell you what the actual deal yeah. was. <laughs> Listen, this is how it is. <laughs> Atlantic slave trade. <laughs> Sit down, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, God, we've heard all of the knowledge of that, Jesus. Oh, I got licked by a cow as well, just throwing that out there. You what? <laughs> I got licked by a cow. How did yeah. that happen? Um, well... Out on this field, uh, we have some cows, and Gemma likes to go and feed the cows. Um, but one of them is really friendly. Like, it just comes over, like, to the fence. It's, like, proper... <laughs> trying to get... If you, just put, if you just put your hand out to, like, stroke its head or something, it, it starts licking you. Ugh. Yeah, they've got a dead rough tongue like a cat. What does she feed it? Grass. Oh, right. I thought Which it was is... like that time when I stayed at yours and I woke up in the morning and your mum was making bacon just to feed your dogs. <laughs> Denise, what's she like? <laughs> Which I find really funny that the cows accept grass off us despite being in a field full of it. <laughs> so like we've got bare grass, mate. Yeah, but yeah, they're probably it. thinking, well, we've got grass at home, but it's nice to go out to the neighbours yeah, sometimes, yeah. isn't it, for grass? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. I just felt like I need to uh, tell the listeners that it's... got licked by a cow. You know what? Despite working still, uh, everything still blends into like one. Like. This, this has no longer become like Thursday. This has just become podcast recording day. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only punctuation to the week. Because, I mean, I'm so unmotivated in the week that I've had to end up working at the weekends. Oh, really? So it oh. really has all just blended into one for oh. me. Uh, have you been listening to anything good this week? I know Matt has. Uh-oh. Have I? After Jeff. Be- Be- <laughs> I just missed it. Because for the first time in, in all... 26 years of my life, knowing Matt, he said that a Coldplay song wasn't bad. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, I've got Rush of Blood to the Head, and I enjoyed the album, and I think I enjoyed Parachutes, but then after that, I kind of fell out of favour with them. Oh, they fell out of favour with me. But yeah, that one you sent me is good. If you've ever broke up with somebody and been broken-hearted by listening to The Scientist... Oh my god! Oh, the scientist is a tune. Yeah, oh. I don't think the scientist is that sad of a song. Like, as in, like, I don't listen to it. I think this is really sad. I listen to it. I think this is such a good song. Mm. Oh, but I've if, never well, really listened to it. Has anybody broke your heart? No, well, mate, mate, clearly not. Yeah, mate, put that but, song on. It's for, oh, I'm gonna. Nobody said it was oh, easy. Nobody know. said it was gonna be this hard. <laughs> That's all you need. I like. I love Coldplay. I think they're so good. Now, you know who else loves Coldplay? Adam Han. Does he really? Yeah, I bet he does. Although, say I do love saying 
that from Peep Show where Superhands say she can't trust people. People voted for the Nazis and like Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I love Coldplay, but the thing I I think like some of the songs are like sort of objectively great songs, and then some of the songs are really Coldplay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And I I like those anyway. But I watched this. I watched this thing where they were like sort of analysing how they like write vocal melodies, and it's like really com- common for them to start on the major third and all this, and they always end on like the the like uh, second, sixth, or seventh note, like major seventh note in the in the chord, like they end the vocal lines. They're really well written songs. That's enough about Coldplay. I've also been listening to Radiohead, and they're dead good. <laughs> Is it in there a school of thought that says Coldplay sort of want to be them? In a little, I th- in some ways. I think any British band that was famous from '99 onwards, I think, wants to be Radiohead. I- I'm thinking of Muse, which stands by you, probably, yep. but I-, I think that's the more <laughs> yeah. famous comparison, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine Coldplay really like Radiohead, but they're a bit more. I don't know, Coldplay, they're very, very pop, aren't they? I've just been on like Laney and Lot. Is it Love? Is that how you pronounce it? Love, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's done loads of, loads of collaborations over the past couple of years, haven't he? So I've been checking them out. I like the one that he did with Anne Marie. Listen to that today. Hot. How are you, love? Yeah, Anne Marie repping the UK. Bru- Bru- Brixton! Is that Fuck I'm Lonely? Yeah, yeah, it's a tune. Oh, Perfume Genius. That's who I listen to. Have you heard of him? No, but your recommendations usually go down well in my ears. It's a bit more uh, arty than I think the usual stuff I recommend. But that album set my heart on fire immediately. <laughs> so it's like a metal album, but it's definitely not. <laughs> yeah, only um, because of immediately. I watched the Anthony Fantano review of Notes on a Conditional Fault. And I think it gave it a light five out of ten, which was funny. Um, but he recommended this album saying like, um, albums that have songs of so many different genres on it. So, and obviously he knows his shit. So, but listen to that, it's really good. And I think there's quite a lot, of, I think fans of the 1975 will, will like that as well. It's that kind of like art pop sort of sort of sound. Who's Anthony Fantano? He's like a music reviewer, but he does like oh. a YouTube series. But he's like one of the biggest like music commentators on YouTube. Is he bald oh. with glasses? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I know it is. Yeah, he's, 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 he's really good. One second, I'm just going to go through my gas board. Doof, 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 doof. <laughs> Do you know, have, you heard, have you heard of Pla- Plasma Man Don? Plasma Master Don. I need to watch this, right? It keeps coming up as a suggestion, but it's this guy that must be like 70 plus reviewing modern songs. Ah, oh, brilliant. So I saw something as well that said the average age for you to stop caring about sort of new music is 34. I thought it'd be younger than that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it makes me laugh though, like, I've reached, like, when I was a child, I used to look at, like, people with mullets, for example, and be like, oh my God, that guy still thinks it's the 80s, lol, or whatever. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like, like someone with a 60s haircut on my... You peaked in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, whatever, and you've not moved on. But I'm now seeing that of people a similar age to me 
where they're like, oh yeah, I've not listened to any of your music since Oasis. And they've got the mank hair. And I was thinking, you're that person. And I just think, yeah. you probably think you're dead cool. And that person that had a mullet in 1995 thought he was dead cool. But you're not. So yeah, that's my story. I mean, that is amplified by the fact we're from Manchester and that haircut is very prevalent. Yeah. Yes. It's because I think I give a fuck about pop culture. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> pop culture! Um, <laughs> I give a fuck about pop culture. I'm interested in it. I want to be involved. I want to know what's happening. I want to, like, bleach my hair. I want to look cool. I want to probably dress younger than I am. But, like, I'm start- I'm definitely finding it harder to, like, keep up with new music and stuff. But I've got Josh feeding it back to me, so it's all good. <laughs> I, yeah, but at the same time, though, I think, like, because if this episode is not going to be long enough, but I think, like, you can go the complete other way and be, like, people that think 25 is actually old. Yeah. And they should be yeah. wearing, like, beige, settling down with a family. Whoa, whoa, do not be putting beige down. Yeah, but you know, wearing beige is, like, <laughs> badly. yeah. I, I, I have always thought when it comes to style, fashion, whatever you want to call it, it's definitely not what you wear, it's how you wear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I, I think, like, I think I've, I'm 26 now. Um, and I don't, I don't feel old at all. Like, I think 26 is really young. Whereas mm. I think some people with my age are thinking, like, oh, they're a proper adult now, they have to do all this stuff, like, have kids and... Don't know. Stay in, stay, <laughs> but stay in at weekend. Oh, too old to be going out now. I have to stay in and watch Country File. Oh. You know stuff like that. I just didn't, like get out. I always purposely spell Country File with a PH when uh, I mention it to my mum and dad because they fucking love it. <laughs> and it like, <laughs> I just think it's fucking hilarious. I thought you were going to say without the O. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, country, I, I see where you're going, but I like my bear. Yeah, yeah, yours is better. <laughs> hey, 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 guys, guys, can we talk about girls? <laughs> yes, let's yes. do it. Right, so thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast so far. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at the1975pod or you can email us at policyplayitpod at gmail.com. If we get something wrong and if we're sort of going like, oh, I don't know, I don't, don't know what that is, don't know that. email us and tell us that we're wrong because, you know... Don't leave us in the dark. And yeah, also, the yeah, this Ross Jones. How <laughs> <laughs> was cool? Tim- guy called Ross Jones. Timothy Healy, the singer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and also, if you your podcast provider does have a function to rate a five star rating, would be lovely because it shoots us right up that algorithm. Mine certainly does. And uh, you, you know, obviously, the high. The more views we get, hopefully we can get more guests on here and stuff like that. So today, this is ah, oh, this is such a good song. You can tell how, how excited we are to talk about this one. I'm sure you like it, but no spoilers. Okay, so today we are talking about the absolute classic, which is girls. Girls. It needs to be black and white for a start.
girls. <laughs> Mate, what a seminal song. What a, oh, you'd think we just had chocolate and sex in the bank, did you? Oh, you, we knew about yeah. lovers, but the slow one. But also, also. I, do you know what? I, I remember the first time I heard this song. Which, I think it's, unless you're like, it's doing like a listen thing. I think it's rare you actually remember the first time you listen to a song. But I remember exactly where I were. I was covered after Junction 21 on the M62. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Stopped at the traffic lights, listening to XFM. And yeah, when it started, because I think this is quite different. Well, no, wait, no. At the time, I thought this was quite a lot different because I really like the city and sex. Yeah, and it's I, the interplay I, in the instruments, isn't it, that you've never heard before from 1975 mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought this was a lot different. And I was like, whoa, what is this? And then yeah. like, when it was on more, I was just like, this is amazing. And you, you more you listen to it, you realise how just how good it is. I reckon this. Yeah, I read this good song could be top five for me. I reckon. Yeah, that's a good good shout. It's just really good. It's such it, a strong opener as well. It's just like yeah, instant. Yeah, mom. It's on. Like if you're familiar with the song, such as we are. So like you're on the, you're on the dance floor, cutting a rug, and then suddenly. You see that, boop, <laughs> but it's just like three sounds that aren't can really connected. No, but it just works, and you're like, yeah. boom, it's on, it's girls. Yeah, it's the way that you, you get that snare hit, right? I'm, I'm with you right now. It's like that pickup, the bah, right? We're on, and you're like, yes, yeah, let's fucking do it. Like this song was like the third song um, played at my wedding, because and it it came out third. of yeah. I'll tell you what the, my wedding playlist was. Right, this is going to be exciting for the listeners, isn't it? Uh, if I could even find it, Married AF, I believe the playlist was called. <laughs> nice. What I, why I'm mentioning this is to me this is an example of how accessible this song is and how, what a classic it is. So we yeah. go Drops of Jupiter by Train, our Great first song. dance. Why wouldn't you? Then Paul Love Klein's on Klein favorite loves song. that song. Ah. Love, on, Love on Top by Beyonce. Uh, ah. Your Love Keeps Lifting Great Me song. Higher, Jackie Wilson. Give It Up, you know, Give It Up, Give It Up. Uh, and then yeah, from yeah. Give It Up, Crossfade into Girls. And it's it's sick and it's to me that it's that it's the same quality man it's like songwriting it's instrumentation it's it's sick and i remember like nobody was leaving the dance floor to go oh i don't know this song because it feels the same it's just a party tune yeah yeah i didn't leave the dance floor all evening i just went to the bar and to the toilet i (laughs) put a shift in you did bro you did good player and it's to it's a like to date I've had my smartwatch for years, and to and it is the highest amount of steps I've done in a day. By is it my wedding? Ah. I quite like that record. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll see if I can like actually search it within the app and tell you how many. But yeah, it was a big song. It was always going to be on the playlist and there was other 1975 yeah. songs featured. In fact, this could have been a feature for the podcast, to be fair. Chocolate's on it. Sec- I think Sex is on it. 
the sounds on it. We had a saxophone player play a, uh, a saxophone solo oh, right, along with the guitar so solo. Good. Here we go. So, <laughs> on the 18th of April, 2019... That's my wedding. Yeah, it certainly is. <laughs> I did 29,620 steps. You did have a wank, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have snuck off for two, actually. <laughs> I don't get bored of this song at all. No, well, it's so different, isn't it? Like, there's different elements to the song. You've got, like, the slow, like, intro. Do you know what I mean? When it drops down into the first verse, that's what I mean. When it's kind yeah. of... Oh, well, like, the drums cut out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it, but then you've got almost rapping, the speed of the lyrics. And, like, yeah. it, it, it pushes and pulls you, and, and you're like, ah. Oh. Oh, I don't know where I am. But once you know the song, you anticipate the fast bits, and you're like, yes! When they yeah. almost, like, drop in. I didn't like it on first listen. I'll no, be honest. Really? When you say first listen, you, do you mean live listen? Because I'm, I'm sure you heard this song before me. Live, because I uh, didn't... No. I, you definitely were more familiar with it than I were when we saw him at Leeds, because he gave you the nod, didn't he, for knowing the lyrics. Yes. But, um... um <laughs> yeah, first time I heard it was on the album. Sorry, no, that would have been the second time I heard it. First time would have been live at Leeds Festival, but what, first, what? like, proper, I'm sitting down listening to this. Actually, I can remember as well, because I was in the car also, first time I listened to it, and I was driving past Hollingworth Lake on the CD in my 2004 Polo. Remember it well? Yeah, and I, and then I loved, like, the intro, down and out. I was like, yes, this is going to be brilliant. And then it was just like, goes, boom. I'm like, oh, where's, where, where's the fun gone? Why is it all slow now? I didn't like, like it because it had begun it, it, to deliver, like promise something. And it was like, no, 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 no. But obviously it does pick up again. Yeah, the, yeah. The first time I heard about this song was from... Andy and Nathan, and I thought you were there with them. Uh, like, if it wasn't dot to dot, it was like in the city in Manchester or something. It was oh, a festival. I, I was pissed, wasn't I? I got kicked out. Shit. So yeah, I remember that. Like, and they just assumed that I would know every 1975 song, and I wasn't there. And they were, mm. oh, that girls' one. That's going to be so good on the album. I was like, these guys who haven't been as into them as I have and would have been way quicker to dismiss something if it wasn't that great, Yeah, have picked up live that there's an absolute jam that I don't know about. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry, what? But yeah, the girls want the girls, you know, just girls. And they were like sort of like humming it and singing it. And I was like, what? What? And um, I was like, what? And then, then I, I, but I could almost hear it from what they'd said and I was like shit what and then there was nothing turning up on YouTube for it at that time um, and then at, it was at Leeds Festival where I would have heard it first when they were ramming out the what was it the what was it the live Festival Republic tent yeah that's the one yeah yeah and it was absolutely you couldn't get in it but we were in it and, and uh, do you remember seeing that girl having a piss oh when we walked back one night or in the tent no in the tent Oh, no, I don't remember. So then I was almost waiting for him to play Girls then. And he comes to the mic and he's like, this song's about girls. And it's like, da-da. Like, and the only reason I knew any of the words was, and like when he did sort of like clock that I did know some, 
And maybe he's thinking, who's leaking my shit to this guy? But it was just Andy and Nathan humming it to me and being like, yeah, girls. Yeah. <laughs> something, something, that yeah, girls. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, and then, then hearing it live there, man, I was like, that everybody knew that I was like the 1975 guy at that festival, right? So two of my mates were like holding me up, um, like on their shoulders because I'm a, f- a fat bastard, especially then. And then like <laughs> I was being being passed a joint from below, and like girls is playing, and what, like, yes, just having like the time <laughs> of my life. Healy's like, why are you always around me? Like, yeah. <laughs> like just looking confused to his friend. Go away. Oh, remember, I'll face a message off this and, guy again. Uh, remember, <laughs> remember that Tim and Louie were outside the stage? I don't remember that. I would necessarily notice him, but listen, it was a festival. I was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim and Louie were at the side of the stage watching on proud. Yeah. And How way? And actually hearing it for the first time. Would it have been a hottish record, this? I think it. Must oh, have been. Can find that. Because the video for this is vital, isn't it? Oh, the video's so good. The video is unreal. It was a Zane Lowe's hottest record, this. Have you got a yeah. date? He has, but it has to be socially distanced. <laughs> nice. It's about 7.30pm and my man Zane's about to put on the hottest record in the world! It's Thursday the 29th of August, 2013. Thursday, 29th of August, 2013. That's, that's just, that's like a week before the album. So this was like, maybe like the lead single into the album. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. That, yeah, what a way to do it, man. Hottest record. Yeah. It's just so different to everything that's come before it. Mm-hmm. I, every, every single you've heard before it. Preceded by Eminem, Berserk, and uh, followed by Subfocus. Turn it around, featuring Kelly from Block Party. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, maybe I didn't listen to it on a CD then, but I was definitely driving past Hollingworth Lake. <laughs> that would have been a big, a big tune, and especially like with hearing it at Leeds, hearing like Manny and Nathan talking about it, knowing that it was going to be a big jam. I hundred percent would have been tuning in for this. Because it, it was a moment for us every time there was a hottest record, whether it was, or whether it was uh, in the old days when stuff was featured on Hugh Stevens. I used to love saying that as well. I miss saying love the other radio on so much. I miss Gonzo on MTV too. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Getting on one of Friday nights and watching Gonzo. Gonzo was Fridays, wasn't it? I don't know. I never watched it. You must have watched it. No, I, you, the format used to annoy me. I didn't enjoy it. What, with the green screen? Yeah, it used to give me a headache. I don't know why, but I remember it, watching it would give me a headache so I couldn't watch it. I do remember the Libertines interview, though. <laughs> Bismarck? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the music video was released on the 23rd of October and the song was released on the 11th of November. How can a song yeah. be released when the album's already out? Surely no one's buying a single... No, I, th- I think, but they do they do mount all albums like that now, aren't they? So if Ed Sheeran's album comes out, every one of his songs is in the top ten or whatever mm, because people yeah. because of because of streams. Well, no, some conditional people, form was. Yeah, but like so, not top ten, but you know what I mean. I think, but then later on, what something that was in the top ten previously will 
come back in because it's now been released as a single with a music video and so I think maybe that hottest record must have just been them promoting the album yeah it says here as well which I just find stuff like this fascinating about like music marketing and all that it says it was released in the United States on the 15th of July 2014 so the fact that they would do I'm sure like Dirt Hit and is it uh, God I want to say it's Polydor who yeah, yeah, Polydor, yeah. Dirty hit distribution in like United States. Um, I imagine that would be something that would come through them. It's like, right, let's let's do this push for this single. But what, 10 months after it's been officially released in the, mm. in the UK, or essentially worldwide as well. Yeah, I think the whole thing was delayed in America, wasn't it? Because mm. you got new videos for stuff. Yeah, like sex. Yeah. Yeah, and they got the sex EP that was just the the, the hits, weren't it? Yeah. Bastards. <laughs> Mate. Then, oh, the, the video for it, though. So that's mad, though, that you could have heard it so far apart from each other. So what? when did you say the video was, when the video came out? Uh, it says 23rd of October. Is that the YouTube upload date? <clears throat> Which oh that might be different because no it's not twenty third of October two thousand three oh, right. just the sixty two point two million views when I try and buy clothes when I'm in Zara that's <laughs> that's what I'm looking for I'm like I'm going for the nineteen seventy five in the girls video do, do you know what? We, we may as well just talk about the video now because we're not a pop band ah. Uh... <laughs> I, I still, every like two or three months, there's a, in my life there's been two pieces of clothing that I've searched for on eBay. One is the um, the Wimbledon umpire jacket, Ralph Lauren. And I've got one of them that you could you can only get if you're a Wimbledon umpire. And then the other one is George Daniels leather jacket from Oak, which had uh, is all black and has one cream leather, one like tan leather sleeve. And um, I see it come up every now and then, like, in not my size. And I'm like, ah, ah, give it to me. <laughs> what do we say? For the sex video, it was, like, the, the colorized version that just didn't work. No. But that's, I, I, for us, because I, I don't think that's, I, looking at this, that's nothing to do with the fact that it was in color. I think that's just the style of video. This, ah, oh, it's just brilliant. This is, this is the best video. Even notice that we got leads trailing out of the guitars, which obviously there's no need for. Mm. But ah, it's it's a real moment in time for me when perhaps they weren't ready to do the big cinematic storytelling videos. So they're still in like performance video mode, but like, well, what what are we going to add to it? How are we going to make that more interesting? And achieving so relatively low budget, you got the models and stuff, but. There's no big sets and stuff. I, I just think if you as a performance video, I'm not sure I've seen a better one. It's fucking great. No, it's a piss take as well, and it? it's good that they've got that yeah. in them. Yeah. Yeah, but even, like even the the whole thing's a piss take because the concept is a piss take. But even at the just that bit at the start, I just love the whole. It's got to be black and white for a start bit. The whole yeah, because like Dan, you you know you mentioned a few times with the lyrics, like it's almost like they get they get the jokes in about themselves before anyone else can. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's just that, isn't it? It's just been like, <clears throat> it was probably, you know, people probably criticising, saying like, oh, they're not a real rock band, you know? And they were probably thinking like, yeah, we're not. Let's just take the piss out of that. You know, let's yeah. just say, our, let's say yeah. ourselves, we're not a pop band, and then release that most like sort of shiny pop song on the entire album. Yeah. With like, this I super colourful video. Yeah, this could, this song could easily be on the second album. I said I've said that yeah, before. I think but... so too. Oh yeah. Do you know what? His, his hair is so cool. Yeah. Mate, that's yeah. when you wait till the hairdresser opens, bro. I'm like, put the scissors away, mate. Get the clippers. Y- you should do it, Dan. You should do it. Go for it. Just get the sides off. Have I said I'm gonna like go in and be like, listen, mate, imagine your daughter brings her boyfriend home. And you can only <laughs> judge him by his sides. And I want I want sides that say he's he doesn't have the best intentions at heart, you know. He's only after one thing. Do that to my hair. <laughs> it's very pop art, isn't it? It's like Andy Warhol like brightness. Yeah. It's just mm. oh it's got the video's gorgeous to watch. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, I feel like almost every frame could be It's so a, interesting. A the clothes yeah. are sick. Like for me, or the shot of the antidepressants as well. That's just yeah. flashed up as I'm watching that. Do you know what it reminds me of? And I'm sure this is probably like a reference for them. Do you know Addicted to Love by Robert Palmer? Yeah, yeah. And and if you don't know it by name, you'll know it when you see it. Yeah. What when you see the video? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it's just a really subtle taking the piss out of that and out of that style of video. Because you've seen, like, because that gets taken off all the time, doesn't it? Like, yeah. should I twin? Man, I feel I, like a woman. And um, Bowling for Soup do it, don't they, in 1985? Oh, yeah. Mm. In, uh, in Love but, Actually, when uh, Bill Nye is releasing his version of Wet, Wet, Wets. I can't remember the fucking song now. Um... I feel he, it in my fingers. Yeah, yeah. He has the girls I feel it in stuff. my toes. <laughs> yeah. Christmas all around me. Yes. <laughs> I love as well in the video, it's so, such a minor part, but there's a bit, isn't there, where he's facing the camera and there's the model looking at him side on. And yeah. then yeah, yeah. it mix, then it goes the other way then. So she's facing camera on and he's looking face uh, side on minor thing but I just think it works really nicely there's multiple points yeah. in this video where Matt cannot contain his happiness yeah 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 there is and like I know there's a bit where he laughs at the end and George jumps on him and it's like what a moment like probably filled with way more than we're having a great day aren't we it's like fucking hell we're here <laughs> like but there's there's loads of moments if you just look at his face he's just ecstatic and um, it's fucking mint. I love it. It's, it's just, it's a watershed moment for me, this video of him being, yeah, we're in America filming videos, mate. Probably mm. the first video, I think, that that, I think Tobias Rylander did this video with him. I think, and then I think he started working with them more. Really? So this, the, I know this video was definitely filmed in America anyway. The director was Adam you know. T. Powell. We spoke about like how they, they they have a message now and they can't ever really go back from a lot of the things they've said about their mm. position on things. Um, well, Matt can't. Uh, but this was before that and the freedom that is in them 
to be cheeky, to be naughty. Yeah. It's a really like beautiful thing that it didn't last long. I don't think it can last long. If you're going to get massive, the more you know, more and more people care about you. And if they release that video now, they probably have people saying, "Oh, it's sexist. It's got girls in it. Like, it's not, you know, it's not the right message." But then it was just, it was just right because it, it was like reaching. They probably maybe weren't famous enough to have made that video at the time. Mm. So it, like, it felt naughty. It felt like they were referencing other people. It wasn't them saying, "Look mm. at the way we're treating these girls." It, um, I just ah, love the video. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it's just such a great video. There's a, there's a shot where a girl sits on George and he just looks at the camera yeah, like, yeah. so in such disbelief, which obviously is probably brimming with joy in reality, but he plays it well. <laughs> I really like in it how there are obviously it's deconstructing the whole music video thing because. It's a parody almost of those videos where like there's women dancing in the background, that Robert Palmer thing. Mm. Obviously the shots where one of the tropes of like deconstructing all this is where the shots, but it's there's there's one at the end where um the playing and like they're all looking at the camera, but then at the side there's like a pair of ladders and there's some light stands. Mm. And it's like, you can see the wires on the girl's side and stuff like that. that. That's like, how many music videos have you seen where you can see lights and stuff and it's obviously a performance. But there's just little bits in it where, like, there's one part just then where Matty's telling the short air one something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and a really nice that, moment, that. And it's so like, I just think that's such an insight. I can imagine him telling us something really serious about this music video. And he's like, right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to do this. And I think like to say that they're what? This is first album, obviously. This is their, what are we saying? Fourth studio music video. The fact that they're already they'd be so on it with what they want exactly how they want this music video to to look, and I I, I just I do love that little moment where he just does that. But then there's loads of stuff as well, like you said about George looking at the camera when that girl goes and sits on him. Mm. Yeah, it's like kind of breaking the fourth wall, but tongue-in-cheek breaking of the fourth wall. Like, we know really when jo- when she sits on George's knee and he looks at the camera like, what the fuck's going on? Really, we know that it's right, but he's breaking the fourth wall in character, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's interesting as well. They've, like, you've got leads in the guitars, so, like, they're trying to make it real, but then there's no mics. That's quite interesting. So uh, they're not actually singing yeah. into anything. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I, I don't think there's... I mentioned it before, but I don't think there's a song that really sounds like this on that first album. But it obviously fits perfectly. Mm. Like, Matt, you said it could appear on the second album, which is so true. Yeah. I I just think that the guitars, like, it's it's another example of them, because we said on Chocolate Settled Down, the way the guitars work together. And it's like, neither is playing a lead part. Sorry. It's not like one's playing a lead part, one's playing a rhythm part. They're both playing perfectly together. Yeah. And it's almost like, I don't know, it's almost like 
comical how much they've stressed that in the music video as well. That it cuts to when the at the start when it cuts to it cuts while they're just going do do. Yeah. And the thing, and it's almost like they know it's like a trope for them. It's like oh yeah, the 1975 have songs where the guitars do this. Let's just again take the piss out of it. But the, the guitar tone is so compressed. Just yeah. that, so like. I don't know, the, the, the tone is just so good of the guitars, but it's like, they know. Because some of the songs on this album, they've got that quality, that texture in the songs that you can't quite discern what it is. Like, Robbers has that texture underneath, that Encounters, you know, that sample. Mm. And it's like, there's something else going on in the mix that you, 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 you doesn't stand out. It's like, Settle Down's the same, because it's got the synth stuff, and it's got the vocal sort of samples as well. But Girls really is just the two guitars, drums and bass. Like it's not a complex it's not a complex um like production in the fact that so many stuff is added no. and made like that. Yeah, I suppose it's in a respect quite out, out of character for them, isn't it? It's it's so authentic though. It's so authentic yeah. what they always were at the start, man. Mm. Two guitars, bass and drums. Oh, taken to a beautiful level like I can't think of any other song that well I'm trying to think of it in terms of like when they play live with what's on the backing tracks and what are they playing live yeah but for this other than obviously the sample the at the song. start you, you could probably play the whole song with no backing tracks like yeah. even stuff like sex there's there's gonna be there's backing stuff going on in there especially in the bridge there's be, there'll be all kinds of like stuff they've added yeah I can't, is there another song? 102. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you get into like second album territory, I can't think of anything that would be that they would play live that wouldn't require a backing nah. track. Or additional musicians, let's say, to like John or Jamie Squire to sort of cover those. Yeah. Cover the additional instrumentation. Maybe you get a slight third album with stuff like Couldn't Be More In Love, but no, that's going to have... That's yeah. Um, be My Mistake, but again, that's just acoustic, isn't it? I suppose yeah. we're, we're trying to focus on just the core four, aren't we? Not yeah, acoustic. Yeah. Um, you're probably accidentally boiling down what I love most about this song. Well, that it's just... It's just it's them, just the guy, yeah. man. It's yeah, them. Yeah. They can turn up in sound control in Manchester now, but before it was a student accommodation. But they could, you know, they could get... They didn't play this song at Deaf Institute and they could go there and play this song at Deaf Institute, man. Mm. Yeah. Easy. Let's ask them nicely to write more yeah. songs like this. You know, as as much as I love notes on a conditional form, like if they release an album that sounded like girls, I'd be like, Oh my god. Yes, yeah, do it so well. Yeah, I would love it if they did just strip it back and go, you know what, we're gonna make an album which is scaled back on the production, it's just gonna be us. I mean, mm. I, I'm happy for Jamie Squire and John to get involved. And I don't want it to go into the cribs. But just to scale the production down would be, I think, really cool. Yeah, that'd 
it don't make for an interesting listen. But you know, like after Nosta, where do they go? I think I won't be surprised if if that happens. Yeah. Yeah, well, we discussed on the notes thing that they, they, you know, they talk about um, going back and being drive like I do again or writing music under that name, whether it'll... But, like, if they did go back to that, it'd be like, oh... The vocal projection's really interesting as well because the vocals aren't double-tracked because he's not intentionally singing the same thing again. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a quieter vocal where he's, like, sort of... He's using different inflection on the words and he's, like, singing it in slightly different ways and he's stressing different parts... And I'd, I'd love to know why they did that. <laughs> I think it's probably just to make the vocals stand out even more because in pop music, obviously, the vocal is a lot higher in the mix than usual. Do you want to know when George last saw his WhatsApp? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, you fucking do. Why is my drum roll? George, holy shit, what time is it? <gasps> George Daniels' last scene was today. <laughs> At twenty one fifty five. Oh, twenty minutes ago. And I actually checked it earlier on in this podcast, and it was like an hour before. So he's like looked at it during our podcast. John's been messaging tonight. I bet he's got that one. in honeys, bro. One mate who still uses one mate who's an Android. That's what it'll ah, be. Ah, like, why don't you just fucking face message me or whatever, whatever the Apple thing is? Which one I of them is on Android? That's what I want to know. Oh, <laughs> are you George Daniels' friend who's still on Android? Keep it up. I think it's keep Adam, it up you know. for the podcast. Has to be. <laughs> yeah, he's a nerd, and he like me. Yeah, yeah. I I I reckon Matty's definitely got like the new iPhone. I reckon Ross has got like an iPhone 6 or something. I reckon Ross just isn't asked. A white one, a proper old one with the like top and bottom bezels that are massive and yeah. a button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I reckon when Ross Wonder gets in touch, he rings you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like an emergency. No, oh, I'm just phoning for a ketchup. <laughs> isn't it funny like when people ring you, you're like, oh, oh. Why are you ringing me? Yeah, but there was that one time I rang you and I told you I'd just seen a fat guy wear a moo moo in Littleborough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on then, guys. What about these words then? Yeah, Dan wants to get to bed. He's not furloughed, not um, like me. I could, I could drag this out all <laughs> evening. The best, uh, the best genius annotation. Go on. So in the, in the one, I know you're looking for salvation in the secular age. The person is literally, this line spins a quote from actor Russell Brand. Are they really inferring that a quote from Russell Brand, who I love, by the way, has inspired the lyrics to a 1975 song? No, he's not quoting him, is he? They're just explaining the same thing. Yeah. What a great, just even lyrically, musically, I say that every week, but this song's brilliant. uh, Yeah, the fact that the girl in it is 17 and a half years old. Yeah. Which is a, you know, a transatlantic taboo, but not if in the United Kingdom. Well, you know, it is a taboo, but it's not illegal. It's inappropriate but legal in England and could land you in jail in America. Yeah. Unless... Yeah, that's crazy, that. I wonder how that like translated to the US. Not only is she not legal, but she's touting her half year as if to say, 
she's basically evil. There's a mocking tone because people tend to identify her with half years prior to age 10. No, yeah. That's, yeah, I've never thought of that. That's true. Yeah, when you're like before 10, you, you, you hang on you to You have the halves. Yeah, like a quarter. Yeah, I, I thought that was, that stood out to me immediately. Yeah. The, the, the inclusion of and a half just makes us feel even younger. Yeah, it's, it, that's actually a really interesting thing and I've not thought that the half would add it and it's almost an excuse to himself that it's all right, she's nearly 18. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there's a lot played within this song and we, we've talked about it a lot that wouldn't happen now. Yeah. this The video wouldn't happen now. The lyrics definitely wouldn't happen now. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you mean for I this said, band or just in general? No, I, I mean just the band, really. I think, you know, Catfish in the Bottom End could release it and it'd be seen as tongue-in-cheek and fun, which it was at the time, but because of who they've become and who they've, mm. you know, just by becoming more popular and also by having some political opinions and stuff, you can't start a song about sex with, I said no. Oh, give it a rest, I could persuade you. Now, I've always seen there that they're talking about smoking weed. I'm not your typical stoned 18-year-old right after. And he's saying, like, you can see her offering a joint. He says, said no. He's like, oh, give it a rest, I could persuade you. And then she says, I'm not your typical stoned 18-year-old. Give it a night, I'll make you. But it could easily be misconstrued to be about sex and consent, which I don't think it is, but he's not been careful about it. Yeah, because it doesn't... Yeah, depend on who is saying no Mm. and who is saying, or give it a rest. It really does change the meaning of the song, doesn't it? Because I said no could be in quotes... As in, like, he's quoting her saying, I said no. Or it could be literally him saying, I said no. Oh, yeah, sorry. You see, I don't know if any of you got that wrong. But... No, that's right. On Genius, yeah. it's, um, it's I, I said, he's quoting somebody that said no. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it is to do with like smoking weed. I know you're looking for salvation. I know you're looking for salvation in the secular edge, but girl, I'm not your savior. Everything's about him having power over this girl that's younger than him, and then yeah. wrestle to the ground, which you can happily see as a playful, you know, way to instigate things happening. But again, it wouldn't go down well now, would it? I don't think. No. <laughs> we're going to he's 31 for a start. No. <laughs> and one thing yeah, I think well, we've missed out on here, though, is the line worrying about my brother finding out. Yeah. So, it's, which I like, because the way I read that is the person singing those lyrics is literally talking about their own brother. It could hmm. be that it's the girl's like, I don't want my brother to find out, but I don't think that's what it is. I think it's no, about I don't think it is. I think it is as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's yeah. like, oh, she's 17 and a half. It's just that uh, almost socially acceptable. And then he's worried yeah. that he's, I'm guessing, I was going to think older brother. It might be like his older brother would look down on him for it, but maybe it's younger brother. 
and it's like I, he's in the same school year as her and if I nail yeah. her he's going to be pretty pissed off like come on his younger brother's a lot younger isn't he but yeah yeah but... it's I've always seen it as being about like shit I, I'm telling my brother and giving him advice on what to do and what not to do and to be respectful and oh, stick okay, to the yeah, rules yeah, yeah, yeah. and what what I'm doing is being naughty yeah but then that's immediately and, subverted by the next line being, where's the fun in doing what you're told? Yeah. Yeah, it's, but that's it. That's, that, this is a culmination for me. It's like a watershed moment in the 1975. It's, it's, the, it's at a time when they were allowed to be a bit naughty. They were allowed to write sex, man. They were allowed to write... Because in sex, he's convincing a girl to give him our, uh, to, to fuck him, isn't it? Yeah. He's saying, yeah. Take, he's saying, take the next step. Why not? Let's discuss it. Mm. Like, and let's discuss it is, you know, let's discuss... And you might give me consent or whatever, but it's not saying you lead it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's an... Again, I can't see him writing lyrics like that again, ever. No. No. I, th- um, I think it's... What it does, just the lyrics in general, what they do, they they perfectly toe the line between, like, the, the perfectly on the line of, like, the cheeky. It's cheeky, the, the... man. That's but and it doesn't cross it into being lewd or pervy, yeah. and it's a very um, the subject matter as well. It, that's it's difficult to do that, but it doesn't. And I think there's a reason why. I think as well, especially you look at like 1975 fans, very right on with stuff that's right and wrong. Let's say. Mm. <clears throat> You don't hear about the lyrics of these songs being brought up saying this is wrong because I don't because it's on it's on that line of cheeky and it doesn't doesn't cross it. No. As as well though, it's it's written. You can look at the timeline and see that this was written by somebody who isn't famous, who isn't in a position of power yeah. that they can yeah. abuse. Do you know what I mean? It's it's some fucking young lad in his 20s with with no money living off his parents in his house and it's like it's way different to write this song now when you've got loads of money you can be like yeah come with me babes and yeah it's... <laughs> yeah it's not seedy at this stage in his fame is it but it, it no, would be no. now because yeah. they're in a different position now I think it's what sad, it's a bit saddening to me that mm. what as well I think it's obvious here that when um, I know you're looking for a so you're looking, uh, where is it? Sorry, Salvation. I know the line, but girl, I'm not your saviour. That, if you wrote that now, that would be, you, you could interpret that of him like using his power, his status, his fame. But there, it's probably, I mean, the, my interpretation of it is that this girl's looking up to him because he's cool. <laughs> I, just, I think it's yeah. that, it's that mm. innocent, maybe that's not the right word, because this girl wants to wrestle him to the ground. But no, see, I she's don't think lo- she. I don't think she does. Oh no, no, they ignore me because it starts off with tearing off a blouse, Nay living in my house, so something happens there. But I'm just looking at the co- the lyrics of the chorus here, and that I think tells a different story. But continue. I I, I just think it's to, to to me it's quite apparent what the song is about. It's, it's a song about girls that are younger that probably are hanging out with lads five years older than because he'd be like twenty three, twenty two when he wrote this song. Mm. Guys who were cool like the nineteen seventy five, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're looking up to him like that. I think, I and also you got to remember as well. Like, I know it wasn't the mid seventies, but even seven years ago, it was a different time with what 
you would perhaps say and what you would perhaps like. Yeah, the pre-Weinstein. woke movement. Yeah. 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 I mean, exactly. You wouldn't, you know, like I know we said that this song remains cheeky. It doesn't go into that side of it, but you'd probably you'd stay away from writing a song like this now. But, yeah. Well, I I think when he says you just sit and get stoned with 30-year-olds, like I think he's almost hinting at the people where he is now when he wasn't there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So people like who might ex is exploit the right word, but take advantage of the position. Like you get sit, you just sit and get stoned with thirty-year-olds, and it's like, but and I'm younger. Why, like, why do you like me for? Well, what about me? Like, yeah, yeah. And you get into the chorus, and to me, it's it's a real power reversal. It's you're the girl, you've got all the power. You're the one who's yeah, breaking yeah. hearts, and um. And then it, it's like your internal monologue or your mates or whatever, like, mate, she's not what you need. She's 17. And you're like, you sort of breathe out and go, they're just girls. Like, yeah, it's yeah, so just, totally. That, that chorus just, yeah. this sounds silly, but I feel it in my balls, right? Because <laughs> it just reminds me of... In my plums. Like those single days... Where, oh, like, I don't know, you know, like with us, like a bit of anxiety, not anxiety, but I don't know where I'm going with this, but oh. anticipation, yeah, like tension. when, yeah, tension that's what I'm looking for. When it, you know that you, you're testing each other, so they're both the boy and the girl, are, you know, it's the games, isn't it? Mm. That you, you know, that game of sexual battleships, if you will, where you're like, but yeah, I just feel it in my balls, because it just takes me back. I'm like, ugh. Do you get what I mean? I know I'm not explaining that very well, but... <laughs> and put it, like Dan said, it is just like that. They're just girls breaking hearts. Eyes bright, uptight, just girls. I, I love, Dan, that you said it's the... When you get to the chorus, it's the switching the, the, the power between... Like who's who's telling that side of it? You know what I mean. Mm. Like in the verses, the do you, do you do you agree with it? Can you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. The the protagonist has the power because he's saying like, "Girl, I'm not your savior." But then it's like they're just girls breaking hearts. Like it's almost like it's switched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the the good. This it's band. important, and that's why they is make this these lyrics are just peak. Healy man, the super conversational, the super clever, yeah. layered. It's ah, oh, the. I, do like, you know what? No, oh, love it. Nothing, nothing sums that up more than that first two. That a yeah. pair of frozen hands to hold. She's so southern, so she feels the cold. And then yeah. one moment I was tearing off you blows. Now you're living in my house. What happened to just messing around? Yeah. Oh, that's just peak my you know lyrics. You know what this the lyrics remind me of actually. Have you ever seen the film American Beauty? Yes. That's uh, it's just hit me now, but that's what it reminds me of because Mina Safari and that will be about, you know, her character will be seventeen ish. Uh but she is that sort of girl that I think the chorus describes where it's she's over sexual but then in the film, spoiler alert, turns out she's a virgin. You said that, especially after last week when they. What's the film that inspired Robbers? Um, True Romance. There could be another. I mean, I, I won't be surprised after that <clears throat> that this is referencing the story in American Beauty. Yeah, 
because he's a stoner as well, isn't he? He gets, starts smoking weed. He's definitely older <laughs> than 30, but he starts smoking weed. It's undeniable to say that that isn't what sex is, is sometimes like. But, um, we can all we can be as woke as you want, but I love just going some, off like so, so. Sometimes it's primal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's animalistic, and tearing off your blouse is is not a matter of consent. It's a matter of passion. Oh, you can feel it. The and then it flips it around, sir. Yeah, one moment I was tearing off your blouse and you can see you can see the intensity of the experience that those two are having. And then you can fast forward like a few months and maybe something's happened and she's like, oh, my mum's moving away, I'll live with you. And you're thrust too far into a relationship really quickly. And I thought we were just chilling. And it's like, oh, I, lo- <laughs> I identify with it so much, it's mad. I love as well the bridge... Yeah. Told her from the start, destined to be hard. See, it says that on here, but I thought it was hurt. Destined to be hurt. I thought it was destined to be hurt as well. Check the sleeve! Oh, I can't bother getting it. Um, ah. <laughs> we need to like, run up the stairs. Like the Flintstones. I know I could do a good impression of the Flintstones. Let's hope the mic will pick this up. Actually, this mic's brilliant. I'll definitely pick it up. Are you ready? Flintstones setting off in the car. <laughs> Can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. It's like the warning, and again, that's the shift of power back into the protagonists. And it's like, yeah. not my fault. I broke your heart. You know, I warned you I, this had happen. I don't know whether it's like the guilt of it as well. Like I told you from the start. Like you, you said that you were the cool one. You mm. were getting stoned with thirty-year-olds. Why? Why am I now taking responsibility for this? Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. The whole song, nobody's right or wrong in this song at any time. Mm, but what yeah. it is, it is a conversation, and mm. you, you come out of it. Not you don't know who the you don't know who's right and who's wrong. You just know that two people have had an experience, and it's had varying levels of intensity and passion and boredom and. Uh, you know, they, they, like it feels like they've fallen out by this bit, but it's so interesting, man. I love like even in that sort of composition of the song, the way it goes from the bridge back into that pre-chorus. I think he's brilliant, anyway. But I love the, the the line like, "Yo, I think you better go. I can't take you." Uh, that's just so obvious like him saying you better go and then immediately just saying alright then take me home you know you know that like there's a great annotation Um, it says charmingly regional corruption of girls to girls like the future heads and arctic monkeys before them and the streets too in, in, in garage Mike Skinner being noted uh, a noted idol of Matty Healy's the 1975 make no bones of the thick accents not written by someone that understands British accents yeah. <laughs> no exactly mate yeah I, I what's, what's it trying to say because I it's saying that they're not trying to hide their accents but they're northern despite girls being a southern accent but my heel is 
not got a northern accent. No, it doesn't have an accent at all, really, does it? No, it's strange. You'd think that Newcastle and Manchester would come out with people be asking to say radiator. <laughs> yeah, radiator. Toast. Should we, should, we do, should we do a final thoughts? Yes. Uh, 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 yeah, I will go. Hey, hey Josh, Josh. Yeah, hey, Josh. Yeah, Dad. Should we dad. do a final thoughts? I think we should do a final thoughts, yeah. yeah. What are your final <laughs> thoughts, Josh? My final thoughts is... <clears throat> um, so professional. You know, say anything other than I just love this song. It's just so good. Like, it perfectly... In some ways, it perfectly sums up that whole self-titled era. Because the nature of the lyrics are focusing on stuff that they'd never focus on now. The I think the first album definitely has the most sort of like it's the most guitar led songs and I love those. It's the music video is so good and the all I think it's just the the peak of that whole era of how they looked as well. Like my mm. hair is just that ridiculous mullet thing which is just amazing it's yeah it's so well produced it's and do you know what as well it still gets played live now and still slaps bro it's it is it's absolutely sick it's a seminal moment it's the culmination of everything that they built up up to like because for for me you you had the the pre-album singles you had then Settle Down and Heart Out that came out before and then the real treat like just before the album dropped and then on the album was Girls mm. and it was like, oh, wow. It just gets better and better. And, you know, to, like, like I said, I played it at my wedding right next to some classic wedding songs, fits in perfectly by a different band. It'd be one of the biggest songs in the world. Yeah, at a different time for the nineteen seventy five, it'd be one of the biggest songs in the world. Yeah, that's but true. It's, people people be sleeping on it because when they released it, they weren't as big as they are now. But it's it's unreal. That's me out. Mic drop. I don't know what else you could say about it. It's just great, isn't it? Mm. Do, do you think so? <laughs> well, you know. It's all right. Yeah. It's no talk. <laughs> I was going to say it's no menswear, but I thought, no, menswear's really good. That's not a funny joke. <laughs> um, just girls, isn't it? Breaking hearts. No, it's, uh, it, for me, it really does sum up a period of my life and, and it hits it on the, you know, hits that nail on the head. I feel like when it was released, I was going through that sort of the the things, the song challenges I was going through when it was released. I felt like I'd... Don't tell Jim about I'd my farm with the ladies and um, it was going well. <coughs> so, yeah, I like it. Shit was, shit was coming together. Yes, shit was coming together. Yeah, so I've got very fond memories of that time in my life and this... Song punctuates it nicely. I, I just just thinking about it. I, I think maybe only sex and the sound. I think I prefer to this one. You know, not prefer because you know what I mean. If I mm. had to rank, I think this would be. This would be a strong contender for that bronze medal. Yeah. 
So t- to finish off, girls, bronze medal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great song. Right, everyone go and watch the music video. But right after these messages. Right, thank you for everyone again to listen to this show. Uh, well, we get to gush over the 1975. <laughs> um, Especially yeah. in ones like this, when it's just so intensely like... <clears throat> I think I, I, I edited it out of last one. We've got, we've got a guest coming up, basically, um, who's a very busy guy. Uh, he's a busy guy. Rob Killer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to commit to next week. It's likely, but I'm not going to commit. So we've got a very good, very good guest coming up soon. Um, I'll leave it at that. So you can follow the show at the 1975 pod on Twitter, or you can email us at positiveplayitpod at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh William without the vowels. Matthew Collins. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at... <coughs> Clear my throat, have a sip of water. Junior, but it is spelt J E W K N E E O R. So, Jew, like the follower of the Jewish religion. Knee, like the bend in your leg. R, like either R. Do we, uh, do, we do the NATO phonetic alphabet? If you think that you've not quite explained enough, I don't see any harm in it. Yeah, well, I don't think I've explained enough. So, you know, if you're a member, if you're from a country which is a member of NATO, such as France, Canada, the USA, Germany, um, <laughs> it would be Juliet, Echo, Whiskey, Kilo, November, Echo, Echo, Oscar, Romeo. Thank you, Matthew. You're welcome. Don't forget to give us five out of five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, someone else doing a bit of promo. Yeah. Hit, that be- hit that bell. Smash the like button. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Wait, that's not our... Pla- We're not on YouTube, are we? No. Yeah, but still, if there's a bell... <laughs> yeah. If, if there's a bell, hit it. <laughs> if there's a bell, it's not one of us three. Hit it. <laughs> Do you know what? Though? You can follow YouTube. us. You can follow the show, so you can follow on Spotify, you can follow on Apple Music, so uh, do what you got to do on your podcast stream, that's all I'm saying. Just just do the things that need to be done just on do, your thing. Just do them. And obligatory mention as well that Dan doesn't do social media, so. Just here, guys, I'm always waiting to, uh, I'll just be sat here till next week when they let me talk again. <laughs> right thank you everyone for listening uh we're back next week with 12 one of the instrumentals but never fear we've got something good planned for it we're not going to talk about an instrumental for an hour and a half so thank you Uh, (laughs) oh man we'll see you next week goodbye goodbye